to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu, waifu. Taliano, is that you? Yes, sir. What's up? This is episode 168 of Mike Check Waifu, Waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to loucomplex.com and use that offer code Waifu to save on your entire car. Shout out to uh, the homie Cryfu, the uh, owner of Lou Complex. Uh, he's going to actually let me have one of his old Twitch emotes after he stopped streaming for a while. I'm like, man, yeah, one of the dopest emotes there was. It was a Which fax one was that? It was this fax emote. It was just big bold letters. It just said fax, <clears throat> but it, it displays so promptly in the chat. So I'm like, yeah, you should let me get that. So he gonna let me get that. Shout out to Cry, Cry Foo. Um, he actually just dropped an album too. Um, no More Heroes. So check that out on his Twitter. Follow him at No More Heroes. The O's are zeros. Woo, bar. Um, this is Mike Check Waifu Waifu, the anime podcast brought to you every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. CDT. Before we get started, we always like to thank our Patreon producers. Shout out to our Patreon producers, A.B., Aaron Brown, Dre, the GOAT, G, Johnny from Anime Lytical Podcast, Ked, the pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast, Explicitly, shout out to Explicitly, who uh, took his trip to the Philippines recently. I wonder if he's still there. Hope you're doing all right, brother. Shout out to Monique Williams and our boy, Nachi. What's up, Nachi? Thank y'all so much for supporting this and many of the episodes of the podcast. Um, support us on Patreon to get early access to the video versions of the podcast, as well as the bonus podcast, a whole another hour, 45 minutes of, of conversation with the boys, us, as we discuss everything, not just anime, video games, life, deep topics, music, all kinds of shit there. So make sure y'all check out the yeah. Apple Story podcast exclusively on Patreon. We, we might it. be we might be talking about in the next uh, after story about how our real life is an izakai. <laughs> Facts, <laughs> true. Be on the lookout for that jump. Um, how you feeling today, Till? This or this week? Oh yeah, real good, bro. Um, I ain't got no I ain't got no complaints as usual. You know, I don't complain about nothing. But uh, it's been good, bro. Like I like I was telling Polo before we started the podcast. Um, I watched like 10 episodes or something specific. Uh, he probably already checked it out, but I ain't, I hope he ain't check it out and spoil it. Okay, good, good, good. But hey, I watched 10 episodes of something, something new. Uh, oh, newish shit. for me. So yeah, but it's been, it's been a good week. Uh, kids good. Uh, um, working out. It, I ain't had no complaints. It rained, so my tree's growing, you know. Dude, it rained it's a nice lot. <laughs> it rained so fucking much. Right, bro. Exciting. It's crazy. Um, yeah, man. Same here, man. I've I've been a lot better. I still am kind of, kind of got the remnants of of the sickies, but I'm oh, <laughs> the sickies. <laughs> Other than that, I'm pretty damn good though. I'm pretty damn good myself. It's just this fucking cough that won't go away. Yeah, I, I feel like that that one time. I got sick and I, we, we all in the house got sick and I'm not sure if it was COVID or not, but you know, Monique didn't get 
didn't say she had COVID like when she got tested. Mm. But we all felt sick, so we all just sat in the house, didn't go nowhere when we were sick. Um, just in case we did have COVID and just didn't know or the test just came back wrong. Right. But yeah, that cough, for whatever reason, I feel like the coughs ever since I moved to the South just be worse. Like so the allergies be kicking me in the chest. <laughs> so bad, bro. I can't. I can't stand the cough. The cough is is what drives me crazy the most. Cause it's like I don't feel sick anymore. So I wanna I wanna stream again, but I hate streaming when I'm like coughing. Cause yeah. I mean I got a mute button. I got the Go XLR here to to to, to solve that problem. But you know I be trying to be trying to be entertaining. Oh yeah, there's a whole yeah. demon. Is just well, you're, you're good. It's, it's the water bottles. Oh. Water bottles. <laughs> got you. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, this is a it's the anime podcast, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We actually have some topics, two very two very distinct topics to discuss uh, this episode. One of the topics is very interesting to me. We kind of touched on it last week, and that's uh, My Hero. I kind of touched how I don't want to read the manga because I want the show to be... Um, to be uh, palatable for me or enjoyable because I feel like after I watched Attack on Titan, uh, after I read Attack on Titan, watching Attack on Titan is just un is just un it's unpalatable, unenjoyable for me. Like I can't fucking enjoy that show. And we're gonna get to uh, a little bit of Attack on Titan a little bit later in the show on a on a broader topic on a broader sense of things because this this topic that we got today is a lot more than just you know than just the Tiger on Titan. We'll get there when we get there. But first, I, I do want to discuss, the. Uh, let's get to the episode of the week and then we get to uh, to the My Hero discussion. I, I think that's a good well, idea. Well, what was your episode of the week? Uh, man, a lot of good choices this week. But I do think, um, let me see. I do think it's hard to it's hard to choose. Let me just say that I do love the results of uh, Black Summoners, the Menphilia summons in Black Summoner. But but I think I'm gonna have to go with Overlord. Overlord was my favorite this week because of the fucking implications that happened after the repercussions of the situation um, that that happened at the end of the, the episode prior to this one. Um, as we talk about uh, Overlord, every time we talk about Overlord, it's weird because Overlord comes out literally the day our episode comes out. So the, we talk about the episode from the prior week <laughs> from when this episode aired. So it's kind of hard to talk about. I just can't wait to see what's going to happen with this uh, with this war with the kingdom. Was not expecting it. So I thought that episode was fire for me. It, it was a, a great episode for Overlord. Um I would say though my episode week has to be made in the best. Um, Very interesting. It, episode. it was just too much, like too much going on. We finally get the resolution of what happens with our our characters in this area. We get like some some correlations on how things felt similar for them. It just it was an intense episode overall and like yeah, very. general. And then like even so like if we go to like the whole production value, like the the music they put in, like this is like new music for this episode. Incredible. Made in the best. They they stepped on my uh my heart for this episode. It's man, for the last three episodes or so it's been doing that to be honest. Like it's been extremely fucking just heavy. I mean per always, per usual with, with Made in the Best, but it's been a lot a lot to handle. Sometimes I just 
I just have to pause it. Like I have to, Main Abyss is a show I have to watch as soon as it airs because like I have to walk away from it sometimes. Like I just have to like, fuck, I can't, I got to take a break because it's just so, it's just so heavy, man. It's just so fucking heavy, especially with the backstory of what happened with, uh, with the, how the whole village was formed in the first place. Like that shit killed me. I'm like, oh, this is heartbreaking. And then like, I don't, I don't want to go too deep into it, but what the village had to do to survive, man, it's it's rough. Yeah, it, it was it's, it was real rough to even even see that play out for May and Abyss. But we know how they do in that story. Nothing is uh, for no everything. Reason. Everything is irredeemable yeah. in that anime. And very is, much so. Nothing like I feel like every positive in that anime somehow is a huge negative. That's a fact. That's a big fact. But, I mean, positives be positive, but they mm-hmm. still feel like huge negatives. Straight up, you're not lying about that. So let's get into it. Um, I'm gonna just go to Twitter. Actually, there was a tweet that we we tweeted. Jesus Christ, Polo, English man, English. Um, there's a tweet I retweeted and tagged tell into it from uh from the homie Oak, aka at Oasis three four five seven. Um, he That's says, the, uh, "Workout, bro." Yeah, it's the workout, bro. He says, "My hero." academia doesn't resonate with me anymore i'm disappointed i'm disappointed by that two years ago it was all i wanted to discuss now before i continue there was another tweet i saw let's see let's see if i can find it there she is there she is shout out to bam hendrix at bam hendrix underscore on twitter she says glad i'm not the only one because she said recently that she just she just is not feeling my hero academia either and shocking to see because like it seems like it's a stark change of uh, feelings from the week before to now. What the hell happened to? Or a couple of weeks? I think it was. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm well, not sure. details, obviously. I'm not sure what happened outside of that. But a couple of weeks ago, like let's say let's say three weeks ago, since the the new uh, manga chapter aired today, or the the issue uh, with My Hero Academia. <laughs> Without any spoilers. Is that uh, the issue with My Hero Academia is like they? It's hard to even bring this up because I can't I can't say who it is, but just think of it like this: when you remove a character from the show and they have such high importance to it in the manga, it it feels uh, it feels like it has to be done properly. Right, but the issue with and I'm and this is just like not even just a My Hero Academia specific issue, right? One of the biggest issues with like just reading the manga in general is that you get so many details that that get brushed over or or, or, or walked over and that kind of stuff. And My Hero Academia, I feel like the manga is is cool, but it's not good enough for the kind of anime adaptation that they're doing like that it's cool and and i think the the idea of my hero was cool to start off with it felt like an americanized manga that that was like wait are you talking about the show or are you talking about the manga we're talking about the manga in general just entirety of the show okay like the the whole series the idea of it like this character the writer great love for superheroes american like yeah but i don't think that's the the problem i think the problem you don't think that's why i dropped off no, the, the the manga is the topic of discussion right now. Everybody that that read the manga or that is reading the manga is saying the manga just isn't 
ain't hit with him no more. It ain't resonating with him no more. I can't. I can't say that. I can't say that without without spoiling it. Yeah, yeah. So, but why do you think that could be though? Like I said before, the characters uh, get removed from the series, and then this week they kind of tried to retcon that with a character that had not been seen in almost a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like we got this villain who is supposedly entirely evil, but he's feeling so many different things that make us feel like, I, I don't know, bro. It, it's it's just a lot of it is, let's say, incohesive. That's it. That's what it's it sounds not like. all cohesive. It's not all coming together, gelling together like we want it to. It, it feels like there's so many story elements that are getting skipped over and missed, and it's rushed right now. Mm. We'll say that in the manga. That it That's feels better. rushed. Yeah, and, and for a manga, that almost never happens for the most part, but it feels so rushed in the manga right now. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's weird, man. That's weird. I'm, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to read it. I'm still going to look yeah. forward to the show and hope for difference. Yeah, but I was going to say, you were feeling that way, though, more or less about the anime, though. Right? Like, it, I, kind of it, like it was just okay ish. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as good as yeah. it started off with. That's true. That's true. I, I think it's just the story, like the 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 intrigue, the freshness of it wears off, especially with the story not being able to keep up with that. Mm, mm, interesting, interesting concept. I listen. I'm looking forward to seeing where the show goes. Still, even though I've hated the last two seasons, last two seasons have been complete trash to me. But I'm looking forward to what what's coming. Hopefully. Cause I, you know, I there's some I seen some stuff that kind of piqued my interest, like the fucking screenshot that everybody likes to just spoil for everybody. And which one? The one where he wears his costume properly for the first time in like 17 years. It seems like, and it's oh, all like okay. black and glowy and stuff coming off of it. And it looks like, like a demon. A demon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I don't know. That was beautiful, but yeah, I hate that they keep spoiling that. Yeah. Cause I ain't I ain't even want to share that, but. uh that that my hero academia talk kind of brings me up kind of like another topic what's that um Ked the pro invited me to uh their show go high uh space on okay. twitter i got in there a little late it was like an hour after he sent me the invitation i appreciate you for sending that to me though kid um i shout came in and listened to y'all shout out to show go high and everybody else who was in there um but when i came into show go high uh they was talking about like DBZ, Dragon Ball Super, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And talking about how like if it, it gets like a lot of unnecessary hate and stuff like it's that. It's trash, that's and, why. And, and Jay Lee Trey was saying, you know, like he he overall enjoyed it. And I've been seeing a lot of people really enjoyed it. Um, from not hardcore anime fans to like hardcore anime fans. People really enjoyed it, right? And I know like my perspective of it is kind of the opposite of what the consensus seems to be. Really, and I, I I don't think the movie was that good. I think yes, going in thinking about a Dragon Ball movie, it was cool, but like I feel like nothing in there was like. And I mean, I I literally all I had an idea of was the new forms and pictures, right? I had no idea what this was really going to be about, so I still went in with like a fresh perspective on yeah, this show, low expectations, or this movie, and 
I feel like my expectations, they actually, I, I'm not even going to say it, they didn't exceed my expectations at all. It was exactly what I expected from a Dragon Ball movie. And I mm. don't think it was better than Dragon Ball Super Brawly, Dragon Ball Super Resurrection F, or Dragon Ball Super in general, or, or Dragon Ball Z. Like, it just didn't seem like the movie was really that good. And for them to make make this this movie all about the the growth of gohan i really feel like there wasn't enough detail or depth into the growth of gohan was it fighting cool was it well choreographed fighting not even close compared to the other <laughs> stuff that we have so i feel like i i get it and and i i i get why people feel that way like you know people being too critical of dragon ball like we already know what it is and and um, That's Bam, you, you said something about Bam earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bam, her favorite anime apparently is Dragon Ball. I didn't know that before this, uh, before that space. But the cool thing that that she did say, you know, like your favorite anime is anime. Your favorite anime, your favorite anime creator's favorite anime is probably Dragon Ball. And I'm like, I get that. A lot of people <laughs> probably had that perspective. But the reality is that, like, while that is still, like I said, a cool concept, like. Dragon Ball was just a, a, a door for a lot of people. Yeah, and exactly. We appreciate it for being a door. But the cool thing about doors is that when you walk past the door, there's so much more behind it that you can get to like get Straight to up. see. So it's cool that Dragon Ball is still relevant, still popular. It's going to be relevant and popular even probably for our kids in the future, that kind of stuff. But I also I think it's it's fair to call it how it is. If you enjoy Dragon Ball, I'm not dogging you or, sure. or, or, or saying anything negative about you enjoying Dragon Ball. I just don't and I'm not even trying to be critical. I wasn't trying to be critical when I watched it. Absolutely. I just I, I gave I, it a, I think a fair rating of like a six, maybe yeah. a seven. I think I think this is I should have joined that space so I could become a demon. But <laughs> what I think is that I think you're the most level headed when it comes to that because again, um, you are a little bit more open to the to the shown in in the, the typicalness of you know the fight scenes and shit. But I love Bam, absolutely love Ked, love Jay Lee, Trey. They they know I love them. My thing is is regardless of what Dragon Ball Z has done. In the past, i.e., it was my intro to anime. Like it was my intro to anime. It was my intro to me finding literally my lifelong brother, my my best friend of all time. Till like it, it it is very important to my life. But but I am objective to know enough to know when I tried to watch Dragon Ball Super, it did not resonate with me at all. It's so right. bad. Like it's it's to me, it's so bad. Like it's just so bad. It's a bad show from. Yeah. From the plot to the characters being extremely dull and bland and boring and, and simple, it's always been that way too, though. And no, I'm, I'm a, I just told a lie because Dragon Ball Z wasn't simple. Like the cell Dragon was, Ball, yeah, Dragon no, Ball was good. Dragon Ball, fantastic. When they introduced yeah. Vegeta and the other Saiyans. That was kind of cool. Fantastic. Yep. Cell Saga was cool, and then one it of the best sagas to... of all time. And it literally started to deteriorate after that, and that's. That's fucking normal, man. This show's been going for over forty years, bro. Like it's, it's okay for it to be a typical be usual, man. It's not, it's not anything special. Dragon Ball Super is is a victim of nostalgic it seems for most people, and that's fine too. Like I, I respect that. It's, I don't like. Yeah, we, we, in what you said, you said that they said that we, we all should go. We're being too critical of it because yeah. we should go into it knowing that it's Dragon Ball. That's bullshit. We should go into something expecting more. 
If you don't expect more, you won't get more. We say that all the time. We say that constantly. You have to expect more instead of settling for less. That was the big topic of discussion when that uh, Cowboy Bebop show came out because right. I was I was one of the advocates for I'm I'm giving this a real shot because from the trailers I saw it was it looked like it was shot it was well. Clean for it real was to extremely me. clean until you watched it. And when you watch it and they try to over animate the the live action show, a show that's not even overly anime. It ruined it. It completely ruined it. So instead of instead of just like, oh, you know what? It wasn't that bad. Let's support it so we can get more. No, Mm-mm, I'm not supporting that shit. There's no and way in hell I would have watched the rest of it after those first two episodes. And to, <laughs> and to, to tie it into the My Hero talk, right? Um, when another part of the conversation about Dragon Ball Super specifically is like how uh, manga, how the anime is manga accurate, and I'm not, I'm not sure how many people read the the Dragon Ball Super manga, but like, I don't remember the anime ever showing Master Roshi showing signs of the uh, Ultra Instinct. Or <laughs> I, I don't, I don't remember the the anime giving Gohan his shine like it did in Dragon Ball Super. Like, Gohan was a lot stronger in the Dragon Ball Super manga than he is in the anime. Like, it it was more reasonable to say this is Gohan from the manga in this new Dragon Ball Super movie than to say this is Gohan from the anime that we've seen. Because Gohan from the anime we've seen has not been training that much and is not that strong in comparison. And we have no idea why, you know, things are going the way they are. But, like, what we we do understand, I don't know what that beep was. I don't know if you heard that. I did beep. But uh, what what we should understand, though, is that regardless of it being super manga accurate or not or, or what it is like, you know, if you dare to enjoy it, whether it's manga accurate or not, like enjoy it for what it is. But I'm just saying, like, if they were sticking to the manga, I think Dragon Ball Super would actually be a lot better because mm-hmm. I feel like how they wrote the characters in the manga was just superior we got more detail where these characters felt stronger where uh you know gohan gets to fight some of the the actual characters who look like demons in you know dragon ball super you know the the universal tournament arc you know so it 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 felt like they really let us down if we really looking at the manga in comparison to the anime and then they just introduced um a little bit of a spoiler but frieza black we get frieza black (laughs) And I feel like the anime ain't even gonna give us Frieza Black like that. They're not even gonna make Frieza Black look like that. And you talk and listen to listen to how you discuss in Dragon Ball right now. Okay, again, remind you, this is coming from somebody whose Dragon Ball is very important to him. Was very important to me too. But I am able to look critically or objectively at this shit. Why is Frieza still exist? I don't like this. This is so fucking stupid. How they try to, you know recycle and just recycle and recycle it's the same shit y'all it's the same shit it is the oh. same exact shit also so, uh i don't oh, know go ahead. i got another spoiler alert <laughs> i don't know why we we try to defend um just atypical and be usual it doesn't it don't mean it don't make sense also in the manga and i'm just saying this as a little spoiler it's kind of funny kind of not funny but what one of the funny things i thought that happened in the manga was that uh, we have these two characters both of them wish to be the strongest in the universe right but because one wished after the other obviously he becomes stronger than him right that, that's reasonable that makes yeah. sense right if i asked to be the strongest in the universe after someone else asked i should be the strongest but then 
they say because Frieza was training in like a place that that was like secluded within the universe, he didn't count as being in the universe, and he pop up and he's stronger than everybody. I'm like, come on, bro! It's so stupid. <laughs> like, come on, bro! <laughs> like, so not bad. like Frieza came in, one shot the villain that that Goku and Vegeta had been having all, the hardest time fighting. Who 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 he came through and one shot the villain that Goku and Vegeta were having the hardest time fighting. I'm just like. Contextually, as a for things to make sense, Dragon Ball ain't doing it. It's, yeah. It don't make sense. And I love Dragon Ball. I, I, y'all, y'all gotta tell I love Dragon Ball. I'm still talking about. It. I literally reading the manga and everything, <laughs> watching the movies. But, but I'm again. gonna be real about it. I just I feel like I, I understand everybody got different opinions. But I'm being real to myself and my opinion on it. I don't think I don't think it's really living up to the expectations that people putting on it. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, in my opinion, personally, at all. Period. Now, but I mean, we digress, I guess. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I wish again. This. These are conversations I wish I. I could have with them more often. I just don't like to go to Twitter anymore, um, let alone Twitter Spaces. <laughs> but it's just. It's just weird, man. It's a very strange kind of. Um, I don't know. Juxtaposition, because there's a lot of shit that's just so good now. So good. Regardless of if it was, if it was, uh, if it was great because of, or it opened because Dragon Ball opened the door for these to be great. I thank you, you know, but what does that mean 40 years later or 20, 25 years later or whatever it is? You know, exactly. It don't mean shit. It, it means absolutely nothing now. So. And we also have to understand that big writers, they can't keep up that same quality 100%. forever. You it, know? Was, it was gone at the end of, it was gone after, in my personal opinion, because I know you enjoy it, but it was gone after the Cell Saga. Like, I know you enjoy the Boo Saga. I only but, enjoy Boo. I don't enjoy the Boo Saga. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, but like, I, it was gone after that. Um, it sh- possibly should have ended. Me personally, after the show, like I thought that was a, a, a decent cap to the to the series to be one hundred percent honest with you, but could have been. Know, That's where they were going to end it. See, and that would have made sense. That would have made sense, but obviously, money, money, money is the uh, is the. Uh, the it's a driving cap. factor. We we get it. Spe- speaking of money, there was a video that I sent tell. Mm-hmm. Um, that I said we should make we should kind of make the topic, and the reason why I wanted to make it the topic because it's it touches on so many points. That are extremely that are extremely valid with um literally everything. I mean the, the title is t- listen to the title is titled sorry uh, anime is changing and the dark reasons why anime is changing and the dark reasons why I saw that and I'm like you know I don't usually don't watch anime videos because I don't like anything for anything to sway how I think when I'm because I, I record an anime podcast so it's kind of tough for me to be like you know I'm gonna go ahead and uh. I'm gonna go ahead and, and watch this video and, and bring it to the show. I don't want to be influenced by that shit. So, what I do is I, I saw that title and I'm like, it got me. I watched it, and when I watched this video, the uh, again the video is titled. I'm gonna see if I can get the credit to the author. I'm gonna put the video into the show notes uh, in the description too. Anime is changing and the dark reasons why by uh, Kurodos Mystery Shack, apparently an anime YouTuber. It has it was. Released three weeks ago and has six hundred ninety-one thousand views on it, so that's that's kind of clean. But yeah, so the video really touches on um, how anime is changing, and it starts off by talking about um, how anime is becoming mainstream 
and I, at first I rolled my eyes, kind of like how y'all are right now. I know everybody listens to this podcast. When I talked about anime becoming mainstream, you like, oh, here we go again with this kind of conversation. But listening further into the video, the, the, the video touches on something that's extremely, extremely, extremely interesting. And that's the popularity of becoming becoming mainstream, right? So with anime becoming mainstream, it, it's becoming popular. Meaning when it's becoming popular, more and more places want to try to get anime put on their, uh, their, their their services, their streaming services, and what that does to the anime community or, or just anime in general. And that just had me think about, obviously, the hottest show of of the, what was it, fall, spring, spring, summertime rendering, how it's just unavailable to most people unless they go to the site that shall not be named. Most people have it because summertime rendering is was licensed out to Disney+. Plus. Now, I think that's only Disney plus Japan, which is even worse um, because that means we're not getting it until probably four or five months later. But that just goes to show like like with anime becoming popular, it kind of is a bad thing. And I never really thought about it that way until I watched this video. And and let's 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 even put that into another like realm of thinking right because anime is becoming so popular and so mainstream and kind of i watch the same video as polo obviously um but that with with anime becoming so mainstream and going to most of these different like streaming platforms Mm -hmm. how does that affect like just shows in general on on these platforms because I, i was looking at this and i'm thinking like all right, we're talking about how how mainstream something becomes, right? That mm-hmm. means that people want it more readily available, readily accessible. They want to ingest this this uh, this this content, right? Well, the issue with with having it finally go mainstream like this is that so many different people want that want their hands in that pie. Mm-hmm. So many different companies want their hands in that pie, and that also means that now they have to put in bids for that pie, and that also means that their streaming services costs are probably going to go up, and it also mm. means that in order for them to hit that 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 profit margin or that bottom line they're trying to hit, they got to cut costs somewhere, right? Mm. So does that mean that app development is going to go down? Does that mean that when they actually get these shows, they're not willing to pay the super high end price of it? So now they got to get the watered down version of it and it it doesn't look as well animated, i.e. Seven Deadly Sins um, Mm. and other different series like that that hit like Netflix and other platforms, you know? What is the overall ramifications of something becoming mainstream and not giving it, you know, the full love that the fans of that series or of that genre or or item like? Bro, you spit right now. Like you think about what the like even what the video was touching on, like how how it all started with just Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll buying these places, and then you had a place like Funimation, but that's it still didn't matter because you still had week to week access to these shows. And then when it, when the video brought up Netflix, I'm like, damn, you know that's something I never really thought about because he talked about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure shit, the part six or whatever. With the way it's being released on Netflix, has completely ruined any type of hype that JoJo's has had. Because when I was on Twitter when it first came out, all you see is that. Then it Everybody's died. Talking about completely it. died. And then guess what? It's not going to be talked about it until it's back again. But it's only going to be back again for the four or five episodes they decide to release. And it's going to be gone again. And it's going to be like the conversation is going to disappear. 
I think that's the major ramifications like that I learned from that video outside of the, the movie conversation that we're going to get into a little bit later. But I think that's the main issue with anime becoming mainstream is because somebody like, like Netflix trying to pick it up and trying to broaden that. Yes, it's broadening the audience for anime watchers, sure, but it's also ruining the conversation, right? Because he, they, he in the video, he talked about Great Pretender. Great Pretender isn't coming back, and Great Pretender was such a fucking fantastic show. It was probably one of the best shows that came out that year that it came out. It was so fucking good, and it's not it couldn't get the love it deserved because it was released that, re- that release cycle was trash it was <laughs> awful real. it was god five awful. episodes five episodes every month come on bro that just don't <laughs> like, work like we know what's, what's funny though is like realistically that's more than what most anime viewers will get in yeah. one month five episodes in a month is more than what most anime viewers will get but there's also the fact that we have to wait sometimes for mm-hmm. it to come around and and the the crazy thing is is that yes we watched all of your episodes but then i had to wait a month and <laughs> guess what happened i forgot about it because i can't put it in my regular schedule because Bruh. i got it, it's it's wild why why would you let me forget about your series I absolutely love B-Star season one. I thought the series was great. It wasn't as high as Tell Ready, but it was great. <laughs> season two, I still for, I still haven't watched season two because I completely forgot about it. Yes, I could have went to the site that's not going to be named, but I tried to go there as late, at least, the least amount of as possible because exactly. I pay for these streaming sites. Like I pay for these places. So I want to I want to watch it there and I want to give like the credit to, you know, even though they don't really get the credit they deserve or the money they deserve. I really want to give my watch to the the actual streaming site so people can know, hey, bring this back on the streaming site. And also, hopefully, those people who make it get the money they deserve. Exactly. Because we're giving it the love it deserves. Exactly. So, like, you think about it, like, something like fucking Blue Period, bro. Blue Period didn't help Netflix until way later. A lot of people miss Blue Period. It's a fucking fantastic show. It was, again, one of the best shows of that season that it came out in. Yet, gets no love. Gets no talk, no talk to, no talk topic of conversation because it was released via Netflix piecemeal or, or, or literally years later after it, it done aired. Same thing with Summertime Rendering. Summertime Rendering is literally the best, probably the best show this year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's not getting any love. People people like, uh, Rob J said a tweet earlier, um, I, I think it was today. He said that, uh, yes, Summertime rendering is just that good, but still go into it tempering your expectations because the more you temper your expectations, the better the show will be for you. Mm-hmm. I paraphrase that entire tweet that he said, but that's verb. That's literally what he was saying, you know, in the the, the topic mm-hmm. of the conversation. But I'm like, yo, that's so fucking crazy because not now people aren't going to be able to watch it because it's just not easily accessible. Like Till discussed yeah. earlier, like it's just you can't just go to Crunchyroll and say, oh, is it on Crunchyroll? Nah, man. It's on Hulu. Nah, man. Fundamate. Nah, man. Where? And and then, <laughs> and no then it, let's say let's say Disney Plus does release it for the US, right? And it's gonna be dubbed, which I wanna check out the dub to see mm-hmm. what the voice acting is like. But let's say we get the dub, right? The issue for summertime rendering when we get the dub is that it has twenty four or twenty five episodes. That's essentially 24 or 25 weeks of hype of of monetary like mm. like actual exposure this anime could be getting. Just 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 thinking about like just having to be able to speculate because I don't have a choice but to speculate what next week is going to be about. Mm-hmm. Like that in itself 
will draw attention to the anime because now I have to go out and talk about it. But now the fact that I can binge all 25 episodes in two days on a streaming service, well, let's say I'm not really doing that. Like most people, let's say a lot of people aren't doing that. But there are a lot of people who like to spend some time watching TV on their off days because they don't want to have to go out and do extra stuff. Absolutely. Now you literally just lost the amount of talk time your show can get because you you put it on a streaming platform and everything is out all at once. And I do think that's an issue with Netflix for real. It's like, we look at Hulu and we look at Stars and all these other shows, they put their stuff out weekly bi-weekly and then they do they'll do a half a season finale those kind of things I, I would much rather I would have much rather summertime rendering like if we had to stop at episode 12 and they say alright we're gonna give you the rest of the, the 13 episodes at the end of the year and it's gonna mm. be like split it up like that and they're gonna give us like weekly I would much rather take that than you drop 25 episodes on Disney Plus cause now yeah. I'm gonna enjoy it but when I when I go to watch it, what's giving anybody else the like? What is making anyone else feel like the need to go watch it right now? Because they exactly. know the whole thing is right there right now. I, what, what, why do I have to go watch it right now? Exactly. I just want to say that, like, and to be honest, this is kind of what I love about our podcast is the fact that we co- cover this shit weekly. Um, I know a lot of people prefer to binge their anime, but you think about it, like, right? Like, we are able to have conversations that people just can't have. Right. People that say, you know what, I'm gonna just wait to 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 binge it all. Now you you binge it all, you watch it, you enjoy it, that's cool, that's perfect. And, and maybe that's how you wanna enjoy your anime, but like being able to have this water cooler conversation with with friends and, and, and just just talking right. to people, period, like like we do on this podcast. That's what makes it so special. Like that's why before this podcast, I was the binge guy. I'm like, yo, I I wait till it's done and I'll binge it later. Now watching it week to week gives it time to settle, gives it time for me to enjoy it. Like I thought watching Overlord was going to be the hardest fucking thing for me because it, the episodes fly by, they go by so fast. You don't even notice that, that it's over until it's, the right. credits start rolling. But because I'm able to, to, to digest what happens weekly, I'm able to watch more shows, a variety of more shows, and I'm able to again settle and just have these theories and conversations with you that are just so fucking fun to talk about like summertime rendering is not going to have what it's been having our spoiler half of the show what's crazy is that like yes a lot of people and we got the numbers a lot of people still listen to the spoiler half of the show and i know most of them probably haven't seen summertime rendering yet but we still have some retention when it comes to like the listens when it comes to like the second half of the show Right. But like so those people that are a part of that, they understand like the conversations that we're having and they they kind of free flowing with us. They doing theories and shit with us. But when it comes like when it's being binged, it's going to be good for what a week. And then it's going to fall off the, the topic of conversation, maybe. Right. It's not even a maybe, bro. It's not a maybe yeah. because let's say let's say we give it to like somebody big. Let's say King Vader or uh, Crystal or one of those big like anime TikTokers, care please somebody. Let's say one of them, these big anime like like social media stars. Let's say one of them talks about summertime rendering, mm-hmm. and everybody go out, and some people gonna watch it immediately because somebody said something about it. Mm-hmm. But what happens to those people who didn't have the time to go watch it? And that's 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 what I think is the biggest issue about this mainstream thing. But also, I hate the idea of region locks. Like, Ooh. like you think about like the One Piece movies. Like, I watched it. Like, 
several of the One Piece movies. They didn't they didn't come to the US for like almost a year is what it felt like. And that wasn't even the worst of it, you know? Like the Demon Slayer movie, we got some of that, but we ain't get it the exact same, exact same time. Mm. You know, it was already airing, already did numbers in Japan. And then it was like, what, a couple weeks, a month later, we got it. And that's not even going to be for everything, you know? Yeah. I'm still, I'm still, I still haven't seen the latest movie for uh, Heaven's Field. And that's the Fate movie. Yeah, I would. You know? We and still got to watch SAO Progressive, too. We still got to watch SAO Progressive. Like, those region locks are doing heavy damage. Uh, we, we're not going to see those. And, and a lot of times when we do actually see them, we got to go to a site that shall not be named or try and find it on um, on some somebody's vintage shelf of, you know, they, they, they just imported goods and stuff like that. It's hard. Um, and I also just think, and I, I, this is just like my overall view of what was said in that, um, that, that video we watched, um, Polo, I don't know if you're going to put the link to the video in our, our description or whatever, but there was a part where he said, talking about, we got all these different streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, HBO max stars, YouTube TV, all these different streaming services and psychologically for people in general, more options equal bad that's just what it is. Absolutely. When you got more to choose from, you create more issues. If I gave you 32 types of ice cream to choose, which one are you going to choose? You're going to be stuck because it's 20 something that you never tasted it before. Mm-hmm. So now you want to taste 20 of those, but you also don't know if you're going to like 20 of them, but you know for sure you like at least five of them. <laughs> so where, where, what are you going to do now? What do you do now? Right? Exactly. Do you completely miss out on all the beauty, all the, the great shows that they put out there for us? Or do you take whatever you want? And a lot of people are going to say, look, I already got Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max. Why am I paying more for Crunchyroll? Or I already got Crunchyroll. I'm not paying for Hulu just to see specific anime. I'm not paying for Netflix just to see specific anime. Why would I do that? Mm. And that, that some of us are going to do it because we want to make sure we ingest it. But like he said, a lot of this... In, it leads to piracy. And I don't think that any of this is going to lead to these prices being more pocket friendly for anybody. Exactly. Netflix is not going to do it. They already told us they hate us sharing passwords. They about to start charging people for sharing a password and they about to start charging for all these different things. Get it. Cool. Now, (laughs) should those people decide, all right, cool. I can just watch all your, your shows on Netflix from, you know, anywhere basically, I can, I can, I can go on the internet and look for them. Now, what yeah. happens? They're not <laughs> investing that money back into the shows now because we, we they don't, they don't diversify too many choices for us. And it's already bad enough that the motherfuckers, the animators and stuff, aren't getting paid properly. Like it's already two hundred yen per drawing. Crazy man, it's crazy that they already not even getting that that financial support to even should want to keep this going. <laughs> Like the video talked about so many people, you know, uh, taking taking their uh, own life because of the stress that comes with becoming a artist. It, it, it doesn't pay well. Like imagine yeah. imagine if imagine if we had the uh, the opportunity to give. And this is this is why. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm all over the place here, but this is why that person. I forget what studio it was, but back in what was it? last year 2019 maybe somebody talked about uh creating a streaming service that was directly in support of the artists in which they um they get their content so for example if if the uh if uh uh, let's just say madhouse if madhouse 
decided to put their overlord on this new streaming service the artist the director the everybody that's a part of the overlord team gets direct payment for that i forgot what it was i'm gonna have to look that up and bring that back to y'all next week but it was supposed to just be something like that to help support like these artists like directly instead of going through a third-party site like crunchyroll but the problem with that is that the market is so gobbled up already by Crunchyroll. And as you said earlier, like, why, why would we, why would we as consumers or any other consumer? Cause I, you know, I will, I will go straight to whatever supports the artist, but why would we as consumers leave something like Crunchyroll to go to this site that, you know, supposedly these artists created for, so to support artists when it has way less anime than Crunchyroll, Netflix, HBO Max has already. You know what I'm saying? Like, why right. would we go there? So it, 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 it'll do nothing but die. And that's probably why I haven't heard anything about it since. <laughs> I've heard about it since like 2019 or 2020 or whatever it was. But like, there are platforms like it, but they not. They don't. They don't tend to do well. They don't. They aren't very popular. Like the websites where you support your favorite uh, content creator and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they have those those apps and stuff, but they're literally they're not thriving because, like, yes, we want to be able to do that. But why would I go to my? Why would I go to another site to support my favorite TikToker when I can just go to TikTok? <laughs> like, I literally see you on TikTok. Why would I go to another website to see my favorite YouTuber when I'm literally seeing on YouTube? Yes, there are always going to be diehard fans, super fans that are going to follow you wherever you go. But that's majority of us, especially in the United States, we live in on convenience and comfort. Yeah. And I'm not stepping outside my comfort zone for something that's not highly important to me. That's exactly it, right. It's got, it's got to be it's got to be overwhelmingly important. But uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. And then I also was looking at I don't know if you looked through, like the budget of certain anime. Oh, yeah. Come on, how how are we having episodes of a hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget? Finally, and these artists aren't getting paid for it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's it's the fact that they're finally are getting up to the point where TVs there there are TV shows that get that get well, what was Friends like fucking almost a half a million they were getting the the people the, the actors was getting paid half a million per episode almost like it's fucking crazy how TV shows can get so much more support than anime and for anime to just now begin to the point where $150,000 an episode is considered crazy is wild to me it's so wild to me maybe we'll get like an actual anime cable channel oof that'd be fire and maybe I'll invest in cable again because I really I ain't touching cable but shoot if we get an actual anime cable channel but that's just Crunchyroll bro uh, yeah but you I ain't got I ain't got to look through nothing. I just turn it on and it's already there. Ah, that's fact. That's fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, last but not least, man, the, the whole the whole movie thing. I got a question for you to end this off on. Do you think the way Demon Slayer did the movie and then went into the season with the movie, basically as episodes, do you think that it's more viable than just having the movie be canon? Because like you talked about One Piece earlier, in the movies, none of those movies are canon. None of those movies actually even fucking matter. So like, I like I can watch all of One Piece and not watch the movies and be perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that's the way it should go? The way Demon Slayer did it, or do you like the way that? Uh, apparently Kaguya-sama Love is War is doing where you got the, the, the three seasons and then after the th- third season the movie caps it all off Um, I, I mean I'll be real I like it either way 
Um, mm. Because I think the cool thing about the movie aspect of it is that the movie can really be anything in that world. Like it could be something that happened before we even, it could just be given extra details and whatnot, right? Like just give us what's happening in the meantime, that kind of stuff. It don't have to, it, it's, it's meant to like, uh, I guess I would say like explore your imagination. But do I, what I like better is I do like that the, the canon, the movies are canon, right? Like I like, uh, looking at the movie and feeling like if I'm invested in the story, it's not a complete waste of time on the story aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because yes, I'm going to enjoy the movie just because it's the movie, but I would like for it to be, um, I would like for it to, to feel like it's invested in the story that I'm, I'm trying to pay attention to more or less. Uh, so I would prefer <laughs> the movies to be invest or be, be like that. But like, so what Demon Slayer did though, and I'm just going to say like a, part, a lot of people probably enjoy the way Demon Slayer split up the movie onto, you know, the, the yeah, show. Not a lot of people saw the movie. But I feel like it was a slap in the face to the people who saw the the movie, who who went to go see the movie. And I'm not saying, yes, you got to pay money to go see the movie. But like, if you're going, if you're going, if you, if you set it up, so we got to go to the movie theater to see the movie and then you're going to put it out on a streaming platform anyway, I didn't have to spend my 15, 20, however much money to go see the movie. I feel like I could have just, just paid for that streaming platform and it would have been the same. But like, it would have been, I feel like it, I, I just feel like it was a slap in the face of people who watched it. Do, do I think it was cool? I think it would have been cool if they just did that in general, like did it, did that, and then you know didn't go back and say, all right, everybody can view this now. Right. They should have. They should have had the movie on the on the streaming platform to begin with, in my opinion. But I mean, either way, I, I watched. I, I I watched it both times, so I mean, I don't really care either way. But it is what it is. But I would much rather like Kaguya Sama love his war way. Where, where you got it's a cap, season. or mm. it's like if we're gonna do the arc, make it something where I don't feel like I, I like you messing with with my show and the movie, and I gotta kind of yeah. you know choose it. You know what I mean? It's exactly what Overlord is about to do, and it's it's just gonna determine on if I like that or not. Because, um, to be honest, I don't, I don't like because okay, no, perfect example. Made in Abyss did it right. Main Abyss season one ended and they had the movie, which we didn't get the movie until two years later. That's where the problem ensues, Tell. That's where I have my problem. Yes, the it, it could be cool to get the movie and move on, but you will not. The movie will come out in Japan just fine. It'll air, it'll go to DVD in Japan, everything. We still won't get it until possibly a year or two later. So and I don't like that. And, and I agree with that. I agree with that entirely. Like that, that's that's stupid and that's messed up. But I, I think that what what made me not care about the Made in Abyss one so much is that we didn't hear about it being in theaters in the U.S. You know, mm-hmm. so I didn't have a choice on whether or not to go to the theater and watch this movie. But also, um, they gave us enough of a break in between the first season to give us a movie. And then give us the, the the second season. So this movie leads us directly into the second season without making it feel like I wasted my time or anything because they didn't give us give it to us in the in theaters in the U.S. And if they did, it was so select that it was something that would have been negligible. I would have never even known in the first place. But that's how it's going to be for. That's how it was for the Sao movie. That's how it's going to be for Kaguya Summer Lovers War. It's going to be so select. That's how it's going to be for Overlord. I don't even think. 
to be honest, it's not even 100% certain that we're going to get these movies here. Like, I, I, I haven't seen, I know Kaya, some of the movies coming out, not just from his video, but I heard it was coming. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea I if it's coming it to coming. I don't even watch it. Yeah, I, I don't even know if it's if it's in the U.S. at all. I know the teasing um, uh, master teasing uh, uh, master Tagia's son just had a movie. It, I don't know if it aired here or not. You know, I don't know shit about it. And, but it's, and it's, with, it's it's canon, so like I need to see it. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Be, like movies like that, right? Like, like I feel like the. The difference with like Demon Slayer was that Demon Slayer was such a big box yes. office hit. Yes. Right? Like they made this movie. Probably they probably didn't know it was gonna be a hit like that. They knew it was gonna be good, but it was a big box office hit. And then they put it on on the streaming platforms. And to me it felt like they just throwing money out there at this point. Like just watch it. Crunchyroll gonna pay us to put it on this platform. That kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Whatever it is. But the thing with like something like Made in Abyss is they could have put that on the streaming platform too. They could have put that movie on the streaming platform, exactly. but they didn't. It wasn't available. Why wasn't that available when y'all gave us Demon Slayer? Yes, it's people who probably is way more people who like Demon Slayer than Made in Abyss. But if y'all gonna give us a series, y'all could have put these on the streaming platforms and made it accessible for everybody. And that's that's the thing that that you know kind of like where my mind is going is that we got these exclusivities and we got these things that you want to do, but like they they picking and choosing too much between these exclusivities and how things are getting placed. Exactly right, and that's and that's why that's why in the video he was absolutely correct when he said it's it's segmenting the the fan base. Which mm-hmm. is that good? No. It's not good at all. Is it bad? Nah, is it bad that it's this popular? Let's just cap it off. Let's just do the gut check. Is it bad that anime is becoming mainstream? I say no uh, because that I'm means say no. that means we're getting more of it, right? I say personally, I think it's it's, it's great. I absolutely love more people to watching it. Like it's it honestly, I mean, it gives us <laughs> it gives us more more people to listen to our podcast too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> selfishly, right. you know, but like I do enjoy the fact that a lot of people are getting into it. But, and I, I agree. But I do think it's going to be harder and harder and harder to find certain shows at certain times. Like we're going to miss so much because of situations where you got summertime rendering. Right. Um, we're not not us personally, because like I said, this is this is kind of our weekly thing. But everybody else are going to have no idea what summertime rendering is because of the way it's being released. A lot of people are going to miss it completely because they don't have Google. I mean, Disney plus like it's, it's just, it's all so unfortunate that one of the best anime probably won't get that love. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it is not just summertime rendering. It's multiple shows. Uh, we agree on that gut check entirely. Yeah. All right. On, on to something lighter. Yeah, let's get to know my check waifu waifu. This is part of the pot. Wait, what? Hold up, you ain't even let me talk about my surprise thing. I watched oh, 10 episodes. Oh, shit, up. yeah. I mean, yeah we've been going for so long. Wild, bro. He don't even want me to talk. That's crazy. Yeah, we've been going for a little bit, so I, I totally forgot about it. What was the surprise thing you watched? I watched 10 episodes of a couple of cuckoos. 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 <laughs> what? Wow, Tell turned on 10 episodes of a slice of life without being drawn. X2 I don't know That's crazy um, I, I do think That it's interesting um, 
I do think it's very interesting. I think it's it's actually quite wholesome, quite interesting. Uh, but the issue I have with it is I'm not sure how his sister feel. I don't like his sister the way mm. she like. I do like her. I like her with her sister, mm-hmm. but I don't like her with him because mm-hmm. she got this very confusing relationship where she love her brother and that's all she do is she just love her brother but then it almost feel like they trying to like ease it into this idea that she's like well he's not really my brother but you grew up together I don't want to hear that that's <laughs> that's, I, just, I just gotta say that's your my brother my thoughts bro. exactly I, but, the, but the anime is good I'm not even gonna lie it's good it's good it's enjoyable I think it's funny um, I like the I like how our main character is kind of navigating. He like I got a person I like already. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm on that, but he still kind of got like he in this position where he feel like he got these mixed feelings about the other girl. And I'm like, hey, I mean, I, I get it, bro. You young, you is, 16, 17 It's cool, bro. You gotta watch the rest. It's so it's been so hard. It's been so hard on me because I like I've like Sugarara is the one. Like that's and now it's pissing me off. It's you pissing know, me off. Is her name Sigurd a hero? Yeah. Yep. It's pissing me off because I think I think she's she's the one, and everyone else is just in the way, and that's frustrating. That's extremely frustrating. But I mean, it's it's a good show. It's definitely a good show. It's not as good as um I'm, my daughter, my stepmom's daughter is my ex though. Like I still enjoy that one so much more than a couple of cuckoos, but I do like a couple of cuckoos. I do like a couple of cuckoos. You still yeah, been watching uh, my, my step, my daughter's mic? No, nah, I still I still got some catching up to do, but I, I just wanted do. to turn on something fresh, something new. And I was I'm like, man, I was like, man, this. It, it, I, I feel like I gotta take some of Polo's recommendations once in a while. Ten episodes too. You you was like, damn, okay, I kind of want to see what happens next. It was dubbed. I was like, I'm gonna turn on ten episodes of dubbed anime. How was dubbed? It's good. Really? <laughs> I, I like, okay. I like all the voice actors, all of them. That's clean. That's Every super clean. Damn. Okay. And so, that's wild because normally I'll pick I'll pick one out. Right? I don't oh like, yeah. But of all course. of them is cool to me. The dad is funny. The dad is fucking hilarious. He just the had mom his, funny. He just had a situation in the most recent episode. Yeah, so it was good. good. It's good. I love that. I love that. Absolutely love that. Man, it's tough, man. How many? It's only ten dub episodes. No, I think it's like. Well, I'm not sure because I, I think what the current anime is at 18 episodes. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure how many dubbed episodes it is. I just watched 10 19. just because. Yeah, I was just I was just watching it. Okay. I have no idea how many dubbed episodes there are. I just was, I turned it on and I was just going. Yeah. <laughs> just just That's paying dope. attention, just zoned in. That's dope. Oh, uh, and before we get to know my check waifu waifu, I'm glad you watched that. But I did continue to watch some more episodes of Boruto. I saw that with like 30 something yeah well a couple of them was filler actually like three of them was filler but oh my oh, god 17 episodes dubbed by the way nice oh shit okay damn I might just let it finish out the dub and then continue a couple of keys in there <laughs> for real <laughs> I'm gonna I'm finish it dude I'm gonna I'm catch up that's crazy that's dope but uh, yeah Boruto um, still bad Still bad. I just, I just, <laughs> I just finished the hidden, uh, hidden mist war. It was some of the. It had, it had a moment that I was like, okay, Boruto is actually likable in this particular moment, and it ain't had shit to do with fighting. What happened? Can you just give me what, what made Boruto likable in this moment? Um, it's that's kind of. 
it's kind of spoiler. Yeah, it's spoiler for a moment that's actually redeeming for. Okay, redeeming. Redeeming is a strong word. Redeeming is a very strong word here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's 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 something, you know, it's something. <laughs> uh, it's something. The the arc was pretty pretty bad though, and it's okay. it's the arc is so bad because it's like okay, oh you know what I'm a, I'm gonna give you the spoiler. You do you are uh, you no no wait you do remember this because I think it was a part of the episodes you actually watched. Do you remember the um. The hit and miss people when you had that the, the main dude and you had the three other people the big dude the girl with the two swords and then the girl with yeah, the pointy sword yeah. so yeah. there they came back um <laughs> and the girl with the the needle sword uh fuck i don't want to spoil that never mind fuck it spoilers for boruto if you ever gonna watch this trash the girl with the needle sword had a situation to where she was, you know, um, she died. Okay. She fucking died. And it was the <laughs> fucking tell. Listen to me. My tell. I swear to God, this was the wackest fucking death you will ever see in your life. Tell this is, this is exactly this. Hold on one second. This is exactly how I handled this death tell. This is exactly how I handled it. It, she was doing something, and then it was like this. It, I guess I want to. I don't want to describe it. I don't want to show it on video because the people listening ain't gonna know what the fuck I'm talking about. She was doing something with her with her move where she was holding down the enemy with her chakra and, and she was holding him down. Then the enemy does like a, a sweep, an actual sweep Lexi. to like. No, it was like because it was a, of course it was an abomination. It was a jutsu, right? Mm-hmm. The sweep hits her, and she just go flying backwards, and she falls down, and she's laying on the ground. And they come up to her like, oh, you know, her, I forget her name was Ichiban. I think it's like Ichiban or something like that. I don't fucking know what her name was, but it <laughs> she she literally was laying there, and I'm like, okay, so you got the daughter of Sakura here, Sakura Uchiha. Sadara Uchiha in previous episodes had healing healing jutsu. Um, so have so did other people that are around her right now. She's laying there from just being hit. She just like it was like it was like a it was like a, a backhand because the enemy was fighting somebody else and the enemy was being captured by her by her needle threads and she just she gets hit. And she's laying down on the ground and she's dying and they're just looking at her, talking to her like, oh my God, oh, what, what, are you okay? And she's just laying there and she's like, well, yeah, I did, but, and she's talking and she's spilling out her fucking soul or whatever and she just dies. I'm like, this whole fucking time, nobody's using a healing jutsu when you got the son of Sakura right here who can use some healing jutsu. No, she's not, she's not a, a medic uh, ninja at all like her mother is, but she can use it. Just didn't, they didn't do anything. The most this girl had was a fucking nosebleed, bro. It was a nosebleed and she died. I'm like, yo, are you kidding me right now? Like, this is how you're going to do this? It was the internal damage, Polo. Nah, bro. Listen, when you see, I should give you the episode. I should just have you go watch this episode, this particular episode, just to see the context of her fucking death is so stupid. It's so dumb. I can't believe that it actually happened. Um... But yeah, the show's not good. Sadly, I, I'm I'm on the arc. I'm I'm about to be caught up relatively soon. I got like nine episodes left to be caught up. So wow, yeah, we should see how this go. Wow. So funny enough, 
that made me think about uh, the My Hero Academia death. And I'm just like, <sighs> y'all just be doing shit just to be doing shit. Bro, it was so <laughs> stupid, man. It was just so dumb. It just was so dumb. I'm like, all I could do is I sat there with my hand on my chin, like, smack my lips, pause the show. And just, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I literally said that out loud by myself sitting here. <laughs> what the fuck is this, man? Anyway, let's get to know my check by Fu Fu. It's part of the podcast. One of us runs a random number generator. The other reads a question associated with that number. We have nine questions inside of the list. Only nine left. Uh, I'm going to roll the random number generator. So it's going to read me the question. So, eight. What are three of your hobbies? Um... Good question. It used to be photography, not anymore. Video games, anime, and video games. And streaming. There you go. What are three of your hobbies? I gotta look up definition of hobby real quick. Something you do for fun? In your spare time? So, workout? Yeah, but I'm thinking about like if you make money off of it, does that count as a hobby? Because I also don't do it for fun. Workout. <laughs> uh, anime. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't play video games. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to this dude, bro. <laughs> we try uh, to get him to. We try to get him to. Music. Man. I've been getting more into music lately. Oh, yeah, that I can give two shits about. Okay. But singing only. I don't, it ain't been like really like rapping. It's been like oh, okay. RB, vocalist kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. When we come back, we're going to spoil Overlord for Summertime Rendering and Parallel World Pharmacy. Great episodes. Great episodes. We'll be right back after these.
single person that's not. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at MikeCheckWaifu, on Instagram and TikTok at MikeCheckWaifuWaifu. Right now, we are going to spoil. Um, I, need to get, I need to get back into the habit of dropping the episode numbers that we're going to spoil. We're going to spoil episode 21 of Summertime Rendering right now, episode 9 of Overlord 4, and episode 9 of Parallel World Pharmacy. So, without further ado, let's do further and spoil Summertime Rendering. Summertime Rendering episode, of course, obviously... It was the best episode this week of any show, yet again, per usual. Consistently. Un- unbelievable consistency with this show. Uh, when we started and Shinpei brought up the fact that Ushio was found on the day of the festival, I'm like, fucking of course. How did we not? Think about that moment. It was so long ago. I guess that's probably why. But because we not we not that good, bro. That's crazy. Because we had we hit every other point up to this point, and we didn't even think about the fact that Ushio wasn't even discovered until that that festival day. And the reason we thought that is because what when did that happen? That was like episode four. Yes, it's I'm been crazy. so many episodes since then, and uh, those days in those episodes felt like they flew by. And we get there, and we were just at that moment we just stunned by the fact that Ushio was even there. It wasn't Bro, even like I just had an epiphany. What's up? Summertime rendering can't be. Can it? Okay, maybe you can answer this question for me. Can it be considered to even have arcs? I just think it just goes. Is it just one big fucking arc that just goes? Yeah, it, that's fucking crazy I mean, we, to we think could about. Break it up into arcs, but it would be more like they will all be considered something like a discovery arc. So that the whole guess, thing is yes. just like okay. one arc. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I was thinking to myself, because what I wanted to discuss, uh, dude, this is fucking crazy. All these anime is, is, is combining in my head right now. Because I'm thinking about how Overlord have such clean arcs and arc transitions, and how Parallel World Pharmacy have clean arc and arc transitions. That I didn't even think about the fact that because I was going to touch on that when we got to Overlord and we got to Parallel World Pharmacy. But I was thinking like, wait, but what about? summertime rendering and I can't think of an arc transition because it doesn't I think you're right it's only a, the discoveries could be the arcs but it's not it's just goes man and that's unheard of in anime bro that's unheard of what other show could do that what other show has done that uh it's it's probably something like I think it'll go like by the name of uh probably like 86 no that has arcs what arcs did it have though? It had it had okay, it had the, the beginning, which was the the major. That was three episodes before we okay. swapped to the eighty six. And then that was like four or five episodes and then swapped back to the major. And those are like those are separate arcs. 
Yeah, I, I guess you can look at that. I was thinking more like I guess if we split in way I was thinking we could split it up in terms of like arcs like with the major and without the major. I mean, it's you could do that too. I was thinking of it. You could do that too, but it's it's those are literally still, separate arc like arcs. Yeah, within, it's still like essentially show. like an arc. Mm-hmm. Man, man, this is fucking crazy. Oh, bro, it's crazy. It's really just a good ass anime. It's so good. But yeah, the the whole them figuring it out, and then that I loved how they said all this, all this speculating, and we don't even know if it's right. But that's all we got to go on. We have to speculate, and I love how uh, I love how Heine and Shide are just like not stupid. No, nor like, is our main character. They are, they, are, they are some of the smartest villains, and it's not even like it's not. I'm not even saying smart like they're smart. Like they like they planning every little thing out. Right. But like Shinpei has been amazing through this mm-hmm. entire anime in terms of like figuring shit out and going forward. And they've been on the same level the whole time. And you know how like sometimes the writer, they, they make our protagonist just like stupid. He, he's overwhelmingly good at some stuff that's unnecessary. Shinpei has not been overwhelmingly good at anything. No. He's just been progressing through this story and trying to figure it out. And like his, his whole character arc in itself, like his growth from beginning to like now, he's way more calm way more analytic like we came into this and he didn't seem like that was necessarily going to be his character until it started to be his character and then he started to get more into that role and how it was going i'm like shimpe is that dude you know what shimpe is and i'm gonna take some shit for this he's the better aaron he's a better aaron yeager yes he's more consistent he's consistent but with growth that makes sense like he's He's going through some shit, man. He's going through some some Subaru esque shit, yet still managing to to remain true, you know. And that's yeah. analytical and and just like reasonable, you know. Instead of yeah. getting fucking stupid and annoying and all of everything that every other character is or was. Nah, bro is amazing. I love Shinpei. And and then we have we have the like the whole cast of characters kind of like coming together, figuring out what they're gonna do. And what was really intense for this episode was right after we see Hide or Heine and Shide, we see them talking about, you know, they're looking for Ushio. Yeah, and I was like, I love it, Jeez. right? They looking for Ushio. I didn't because think they their search was like this, bro. They, they I didn't figured it out because Heine is Shinpei, so she has yeah. his way of thinking. So it's like, oh my god, it's so fucking good. The consistency within like the rules of the world is so yes. fucking fantastic. Yes. Like the fact that the fact that we we made it to Ushio and Ushio just automatically pops the fuck off after she gets her memories back was so clean bro it was so clean this this episode flew by too yeah this anime here's the thing and I'm not I hope I'm not speaking too soon but I feel like we might have to do a new top five list mm. when this season is done like maybe mm-hmm. by, right by the end of this year cause this anime the, uh, like I feel like we haven't like we've had some really good anime, but like you think about like the stuff we've had like Astros in Space was amazing. Yep. We talked about like eighty six Vivi uh, Flores. I saw we talked about how much we loved like uh, Fire Force. This one of those anime that's like 
almost it feel like it's like a once in a decade kind of anime we might have to go re four our reintroduction four episode and do our top yeah. fives yeah that's gonna be crazy that's gonna be crazy ugh re four we haven't done a re in a long time wait what was our last actually you know what I'm gonna look that up right now while we discuss how fucking crazy Sheeta is demon um fucking so first demon. of all <laughs> First and foremost, uh, was not expecting. Uh, I was expecting bro to do what he was doing, but you saw how they was traveling through the water looking yes, for Ushio. Um, all ganged up. I'm like, ain't no way they're gonna find them. They can't find, I find they it. can't find her before they do because they literally got every part of the ocean covered. Covered, bro. It don't covered. matter what happened. The, they got the currents covered. They got the oh. direction. They know everything that's going. Ain't no way that our people gonna Shinpei gonna be able to find her. And we see Shinpei, and I thought it was dope too. Obviously, because Shinpei has seen how Shide functions, he can use a shadow like mud and just use that to to disfigure and show, not show his location. I was like, that's exactly Thank you. And this that, is what I've been waiting for. That killed me because I'm like, damn, bro. He took he took a page from Shide's book. Wrapped himself up in the what was the baby called again? I forget. Uh, Gus, Gus or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And fucking use that to hide his location. And Heine was shook from that. You can tell she was shook. She's just like, yo, we just gotta. She start. That's when she's like, I can't, I can't find Shinpei. She hates Shinpei, bro. She, she fucking hates, hates him. She's like, I can't find, <laughs> I can't find Shinpei. So now we gotta like. Now we gotta make sure that And then she started going through The plan of Shinpei As Shinpei is discussing his plan With the crew With the other crew Inside of that little mm-hmm. bunker He's discussing his plan While Heine is literally Discussing his plan That's what I would do You know if I was him Or something like that As she's him <laughs> Fucking the Double entendre there Is fucking crazy And It It it, it happens She's like okay Well we just need to make sure We find Ushio first And Ushio Was last seen here And then they They all Converge on trying to find Ushio, and again, our our folks win that race, and that shit was incredible. I'm see, this is the thing with this show. Okay, the one pattern that this show has is that whenever something good goes for our crew, there's always the most unexpected downfall that happens, and it's like it's, it's, it's expected for the anime to have the downfall, right? It's expected for the anime to have whenever there's a high, there's going to be some lows because that's how an anime continues to be entertaining. But it's always so unexpected that it's just like, boom. Like, losing Hizuru permanently fucking sucks, man. That's, like, come on, man. That sucks. She's literally one of the best characters to me. She was great. Oh, but also, speaking of Hizuru, seeing uh, seeing Shinpei work and practice with Yunosuke's power... Mm-hmm. Was amazing. The lightning, like that, just to like to see the lightning come, and he's like, "Hurry, close your ears." And he, you know, he covers his ears with the. the it, it's just like he's getting used to it. He stayed up on all night just to you know stand up and kind of see how how it functions and stuff like that. Shinpei about to be a demon. Damn. So he's I looked about it. to be a demon. <laughs> so I looked it up. Our re- last reintroduction episode was one forty three. So yes, it is probably about time we do another. Mm-hmm. So when we do that other one, which is probably going to be maybe right after the fall, right after we do our fall season episode, we uh we should uh re- revisit our top five. So please look forward to that. But um, but it's just great, bro. 
it's just great. It's never not going to stop being great. Yeah, it hasn't stopped being great since it came out. Straight up, straight up. I think I'm gonna just name this episode. Watch uh, summertime rendering. <laughs> you that know goes, how that goes. The topic we had earlier. It's true. It's true. Yeah, exactly right. Just like how we had watch '86 is gonna be watch summertime rendering. Straight up, it's a fucking fantastic show. Uh, next up, Overlord Four. Uh, man, to be honest, I I always watch Overlord Four the moment it airs, so I tend to like get overwhelmed with the other stuff I watch I forget a lot of stuff until we start talking about it but I started talking about it earlier and I started to remember a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> so the 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 big thing for me for this episode was more or less discussing like the plans for this war how it's gonna go we know what's about to happen and then we see this whole zombie army, more or less, they at the gates of these people. And actually, they, they, the time flew by because the beginning of this episode, it was like the ending of Albedo leaving <laughs> yep, the group. She was, she was leaving. And something. then six months goes by. Yep. Now it's wartime. Yep. And which is what I was talking about earlier with the arc transitions because now it's transitioning to the arc so cleanly because we didn't we had a perfectly tuned like and it's kind of maybe it's kind of like uh <laughs> kind of tacky to do it this way but it worked for the show extremely well the round table discussion with them talking about how the world war efforts is going or how they before the war efforts go you know um uh like how much progress have they made and to just get that progress and to realize that these motherfuckers don't <laughs> this little village don't fucking stand a chance until you know they apparently do um was very interesting to me man very fucking interesting the 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 guy flying in or what yeah that that too but he will mainly mainly that (laughs) so so we got adamantite or what were they mithril yes so the 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 mithril is lower than adamantite right Mm -hmm. all right so we got the mithril level heroes coming through to defend you know the kingdom and not our sorcerer's kingdom but like the the kingdom that Ains declared war on right so basically they're seeing this whole army of zombies and said why did he only send two of his army to deal with you know <clears throat> this entire war basically right, right? right. and it, it, does he think that they're that strong and realistically like to, to look at them it's crazy that they are that strong Yep. Like these got, uh, two literally to him low level undead. Yeah. We got the two juggernaut we got one juggernaut with the shield rushes in first, taking mad damage and unfazed, unscathed. I'm coming through the door anyway. And as soon as he gets through the door, do a little bit of work, we see uh the dual wielding skeleton start to come through a little bit. And he's also he's not like armored up like him but you know he's he seems like he's supposed to be faster stronger more of a uh, the i'm i'm just slaughtering everything type and the 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 warriors do not look like they holding up well they do not look like this bodes well for them they was getting work put in on them yeah especially like the the mithril hero that was you know kind of like the the leader of them all yeah she was she she was trying to she was using all kinds of buffs and shit and it just it just wasn't doing anything to these damn things remember these people the myth those mythros have to be like level 30 20 
28, 29, 30-ish. They, like, they're not guys of strong, right, as we know. So, and Gaza was only 35. So, was, we, the, the fucking Death Knights are 35. They're level 35, and they had so much trouble with that. The Adamantite hero, hero that came through. I don't, I don't know who that is. But <laughs> this is kind of the closest, albeit still not, I don't even think it's going to become close to what we have at Nazarek, but the closest thing to a player we've seen since the show started. And that's exactly what I was thinking, right? And that's because fucking he crazy. Blew, he blew through those death knights. Right. He or she, whatever it is. They blew through them death knights, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't even break a sweat. Came in, boom, 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 boom. Dipped out. I'm out. <laughs> boom. I'm like, damn. It was that easy, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be that easy for someone like Ainz or even what feels like the rest of Nazarene. Yeah, anybody right? else. Like, everybody else in, in the group is like, why are they struggling so much with these? But... uh it, it was kind of cool because Ainz is like exactly as you know as I planned, but it's also like. But do you think that was, or would you think he? I was? think I think Ainz was hoping that someone would show up, mm. right? Because you're attacking a whole kingdom. But this is not the kingdom, though. This is literally a village in the outskirts of the kingdom, like a small village. Right, but they know that this is a war on the kingdom, right? Mm. So if anyone's going to show up to try and put a stop to what Ainz is doing, this is the time to do it. Because mm. I don't. Ainz could have easily showed up and said, "All right, I'm a, I'm a fight y'all. I'm a show out, and that's gonna be the end of it." Even with one of his, his even with one of his Hanzo summons, he could have just sent, and that probably would have took care of literally everything. Because oh, you said so what strong. was like 80, 85. Yes, yeah. busted, <laughs> busted. What? Yeah, come on. But I mean, I mean, you're right. I think this is just literally he could have did this on purpose. Because you gotta remember the comedy of Overlord. The comedy of Overlord is so so well threaded within the fact that he doesn't technically know what he's doing but he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing in the, in the aspect of pvp he knows what he's doing in, in, in the aspect of gvg which is guild versus guild or guild fights he knows what he's doing in the realm of combat but anything else leading people talking to people even fucking doing anything that's outside of normal mundane office work he don't really know about so but hear me out Here's why I think it works out so well for him. Because yes, as a character, as a person, that all works for him. Mm-hmm. But you want know what else works for him? The fact that he is Ayn's Al Goon. That character, like we know, just in character, Ayn's can't feel emotion. So when he gets over emoted, things happen, right? His mm-hmm. emotions get regulated. I'm not saying that's what happens to like his character, but I think that because of the character is the way it is, that it and innately he makes better decisions based on that kind of role uh no <laughs> because like a guild versus a guild is like a kingdom versus a kingdom yeah yeah but it's a dude a lot of this shit is accidental man uh, no, no, i i agree with that i'm not it, saying it ain't <laughs> if it's not straight pvp it's not really quote-unquote as planned or something that Demiurge planned that he's just kind of riding with or something Albedo is planning that he's just riding with like all like he's normally just riding on the coattails of his of his people and then kind of like throwing in his two cents every once in a while and that's that's what makes the comedic be so fucking funny right but that's what I'm saying I also think that just as another funny side note the reason he's so good at actually leading the guild regardless of whether he's making it he knows he's making the right decision Mm. is because of he's off he's able to delegate character yeah. Right, that's his ability. He he don't even know that he's making the right decision. It just happened. Mm. He think that 
this is all I'm good at. So I got to kind of make it seem like, but he really making the right decisions the whole <laughs> That's time. That's funny as hell. I get it. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. That's wild. I, to, uh, to be honest, man, gut check, bro. What do you think is going to happen with that adamantite here? Do you like, do you think that's a player? Irons ain't gonna, I do think it's a player. But Irons ain't gonna show up because, like, think, let's look at this. That warrior or, or, or whoever it was has nothing, is nothing like the rest of the people we've seen. Mm-hmm. Specifically, he basically a Gundam. <laughs> we ain't seen nothing like that in this world so far. Mm-hmm. If he showed up with like some swords and a bunch of kunai and just threw a Actually, bunch of kunai and just destroyed them, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But he showed up with jetpacks. That's a good point because he's he almost kind of looks like a version of uh of Mister Touch Me. But Touch Me is is one of his old clanmates who was but, the, the warrior that create that created Kokitis, and he had he had he had the full like Gundam kind of like sword shit going right i was also thinking uh it would be funny if this this warrior he was strong but he was using like world level like mm. like like missed like world shop items like, <laughs> like as his armor so like he really ain't that strong like what if he like a low level character in the actual game but he had to buy world level items to even be able to compete with like irons or something like that you know what because i feel like the way his armor is right that does not seem. I mean, and I'm, I, I know obviously there's games they're gonna mix up. It's a game, so they can do whatever they want. But like in the, that world, it seems rather out of place. So I feel like that armor, those weapons, those kind of things are a little out of place. But you did say touch me, Mister Touch Me, or whatever, Touch Me Not, whatever his name is, had the same stuff basically. Yeah, so I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. So Lord Touch Me that created Kokitis had pretty much similar type of gear, but the. The thing with that is you probably right, but I don't think it's a player. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same concept, not a player. I think it's someone of the world who just happens to have access to world world level class items, and like somebody sent him in with world class level items, kind of like how they did with the um with the how the Holy Kingdom at, at in season one deal with the uh, the angels. Those were the world. Uh, I think those were no, those are only seven tier magic items, but. Uh, same same point of effects like they, they just give them these items to kind of like beef them up but I don't know because he was an adventurer so maybe not maybe there was a player they said that's touch me polo yeah that's touch me he don't look like a Gundam he, it's it's kind of it's kind of similar to what that dude had he look on. like a knight bro it's kind of <laughs> similar to what he had on like a dragon knight come <laughs> on man ain't no way that did not look like the it, same thing it did it did though I don't it see did. no jetpacks he well, just got mad big pauldrons on and, check, and a weird check, ass shield. Look at him. Look at him again, though. Check out that, um, lo- that warrior again. The, no, the warrior from the show. Oh, yeah. I, but he don't. Not like that, bro. It kind of did, bro. It kind of did. The only difference is the guy was CGI. So maybe, maybe that's why. It looked completely different. But I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe it is a player because it is an adventurer. So I think you. I think you might be right. I, do you think he's gonna like? See, this is the thing. I don't think Ains would. Well, I guess he would, because you think about it. He now knows how to the power of his resurrection. All you need is a bunch of gold, and you can bring back somebody from the Great Tomb of Nazarek. No, let's see. Yeah, uh, no, that's not the same. Find, find a better picture, but they don't even look remotely the same, the same at all. Polo. <laughs> 
that's not the same at all. I literally thought it was like a night helmet on that dude. They just happened to have a jetpack, but yeah, no, I was wrong. Definitely not. But I, I think I don't know. Maybe 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 I sends a party of like floor guardians, right? So Shaltier and Albedo. You got the, the defensive tank and Albedo, and then Shaltier, the combat person. I don't know, man. I'd be too worried about her losing herself again. Shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. This gut check is real hard for me. I just don't know. I just don't uh, know. I think that the adamantite warrior is already gone. I think that Ainz is going to let them, it's going to let the people of this village have this little war, like have this fight, right? Because it doesn't hurt him if he doesn't win this, right? Mm. And they got to fight a horde of zombies. So whatever happens, people are going to die and it's going to be like, okay, this is what happened. And he's going to reposition himself for the rest of the war. So I don't think that this is going to be like a big thing for him. He's going to continue and move on to the next part of his plan. Yeah. Like like you remember they were talking about like subjugating, like not completely killing everybody, giving some people, you know, some leeway and letting them live. That's going to be I think that's what this is going to be. That's why he only sent two because the two were to draw out whoever would be able to beat them. Whoever can beat them is who he's going to really try and focus his, you know, attack on. But he don't need to focus here cuz the dude already left. Right. More or less, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you said. I don't know. I think this is this is the biggest deal we've had <laughs> probably since he got here. Right. So, and it's so fucking crazy to think about because he only killed two death knights. But nobody has ever been able to do that. So that person has to at least be level 40 to do that. I mean, uh, Ainz mentioned it himself when he thought his death knights died in the uh, Qdoba cave or whatever. <laughs> like, uh, Qgoa is what their actual name is, but we, we decided we're calling them Qdobas. But like, it's fucking interesting, man. I don't know. Very interesting concept. All right. Next up, man. Next up. Let's do it. Last but certainly not least, Parallel World Pharmacy, with another arc transition that's so fucking clean. It started off normal. Everything's going as according to plan until we received the leather from Tall Brother. <laughs> Which I thought, which I thought was fucking hilarious. But uh, Pharma's older brother, who was in college for medicine, talks about this this fucking just this flu that's going around or whatever. And obviously, I kept saying I didn't even read the episode title. I kept saying I'm like, oh, they they about to, they about to deal with the Black Death because everything they were saying just was like was the same as the Black Death. I'm like, oh, this is about to be fucking dope. Come to find out, that's exactly what it is. And our boy Big Pharma. Pulls up all the stops with how he he setting up quarantines. He's he's trying to kill the problem at the root with the rodents. It's a, just a fu- fucking fantastic episode with determining how he handles this thing. Shout out to the Empress, by the way. I fucking love her. She's great. Yes, her uh, her immediate shot calling to me was like. Made it made everything like even better do, because do she she trusts him. Yeah, exactly. Does this seem like she's gonna try to marry him? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of what he, I thought. She about to be a child concubine. I get it. It is. Be- it is because she's like, I need to find a way for him to be able to move freely. And that's literally the first thing I thought about. I'm like, oh shit, 
because she's literally just trying to do whatever she can for her kingdom, which makes her fucking an amazing character, an amazing empress. Like she's great. She's she understands like, yo, this motherfucker just saved me from the white death. <laughs> now nah, he's about to save us from the black death. Like it's she's like, he got to be able to move freely, though. And he can't do that if he's just a kid. Right. Um, but also like him already being mentally prepared for it. Right. Because he knew that it was a possibility with like how the world is. He knew that the black death is a thing. He already prepared his, his antibiotics. He, as soon as he knew what was going on, he, he made, you know, strides and steps forward towards making sure that he could mm-hmm. remedy this. Um, how much of a help do you think, how much help do you think he's going to need? I think he has the amount of help he needs because he has his, uh, his guilt. Mm-hmm. All of them are prepared to do whatever it takes to make sure the medicine is, is passed around. The problem is, and and this problem being kind of a big one, is the transition to the next arc with this with this plague, right? So you got the plague you're about to start dealing with, but then the transition to what we saw at the end of the episode. What the mm-hmm. fuck is that, bro? <laughs> like, I thought this show was just going to go back to just being wholesome, regular, solving medicine problems. But then it just fucking flipped it on his head yet again with even more like depth than I anticipated. So like talking about half face? Yeah. Or half alive, whatever you want to call him. Like this motherfucker is undead. I don't remember the plague doing that. Yeah, straight up. (laughs) Straight up. So so with with that, I think he's gonna do whatever he can to do with it for the plague and is gonna have some success, but because of this guy. Is going to be rendered null and void because he's going to do whatever the fuck he is or whatever he's doing to bring some type of disease or chaos or carnage back to back to the um the realm, if you will. So, yeah. So, at, kind of a, a slightly early gut check, but what, here's what I kind of think was going to happen: is I think that this character is supposed to embody that idea of Black Death. But his mm. magic is like the Black Death, right? Just like mm. how how like our character is the Panicleos. Yep. He He's is the, the Black opposite. Death. Yep. So what I think is going to happen is that everybody's going to be pushing him to try and kill him. But instead, he's going to quite literally use his magic to cure and eradicate <laughs> the Black Death from his magic. Interesting. It's how, I'm a, how, I, how I perceive it's going to happen. That's your because gut I check. love, like, because our character is not a, he's a pacifist. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. He wants to help as many, peop- as many people as he possibly can. He doesn't want to say kill anybody. So, hopefully, that's going to be, I, that's what I think he might do. I, I tell you one thing, though. What's up? He's going to pop the fuck off regardless. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, he like, even, delete he, air if he got to. Even at the <laughs> beginning, when they show how much of a threat this guy is, and at the end, they show how much of a threat this guy is like he took out those fucking those uh the, the catholics <laughs> mm-hmm. they're obviously not whatever they are we just call them catholics those catholics like he was nothing and those catholics was was relatively like they were something when they were going against you know okay they were nothing compared they were to nothing. <laughs> they were nothing but, <laughs> but they had some ability you know what i'm saying so to see them go against somebody regular quote unquote regular in the world and just have that little success as well Maybe they're completely useless, or maybe you know, you know, maybe so they might be actually ass. Is what you say? They saying. just yeah, maybe actually ass. Yeah, sure. They might be actually bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think I, I think this is gonna. I'm looking for. I keep looking forward to this because again, I, I every time I think the show is just gonna go to some just some wholesome curing, 
it always throws in a small little piece of story that just keeps you like, oh shit, you know. But Even though we know that, the outcome, pretty much. Right, but that's still the beauty of it, right? Is because like. It still hasn't lost like its wholesomeness. Mm-mm. Like even like you said in the beginning, when taller brother, you know, <laughs> yeah. did his thing. Like one of the things that I just thought was like a nice little like it was wholesome still. But then we still had that like nice little moment where uh, he's like telling people boil your clothes, you know, because he know they don't got washing machines. He like boil your clothes. Like we still get those little moments in this show that just feel like he is giving us all the context we want like all the stuff straight that up. we wanted out of dr stone <laughs> straight up bro and, and it's like i i love it i love it like i said the 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 boy of your clothes just the the precautions of what you should do we know as you know modern days life the black death a lot of it could have been remedied just by staying clean cleaning yourself cleaning your clothes and your environment and stuff like that that you would have had a better chance at surviving he's trying to get people to already do that avoid things like septic issues and everything like that so it's like while i know it's heading in that like darker direction it still has a lot of light to it which is really cool which i think is the point man i think the show is fantastic i i i am thoroughly shocked with it literally outside of the recurring stuff this is really the best show that came out this season in my personal opinion like while we got a lot of great other stuff like um black summoner and, and vermil and goat and uh my daughter's stepmom my stepmom's daughter is my ex i think parallel world pharmacy is the one that that i think captivated me the most so yeah, I, I wouldn't say this captivated me the most, but it, it feels like it just has the most potential, but also lives up to it. What what show would you say did that's new? Obviously, I'm, this season, I'm not sure if anything because like Parallel World Pharmacy probably got to be the best thing for me this season. Um, I will say, as of recently, though. And I'm only saying this because it's kind of new to me because I technically didn't watch it before this season. Classroom of the Elite, this this new couple of these these last few episodes really kind of like I know I was bashing it before. Crazy. Don't don't do that. Crazy. <laughs> these last couple of episodes been fire. So fire. And just contextually, just like everything that happens, and I love seeing characters act outside of the character that we thought they were. I love mm-hmm. that. That was great. Um, but for this season, yeah, I mean, I guess Parallel World Pharmacy is, like, my overall, like, favorite. But, like, it, it, I, I mean, still miss things like uh, Jobless Reincarnation. Interesting. This, Parallel World Pharmacy makes me miss Jobless Reincarnation. Because I'm not saying, like, it's bad like, you're or anything hit. like that. Huh? Because you're a meathead. Because I'm a meathead? But yeah, Jobless Reincarnation also had a lot of really good fucking story. So you can call me a meathead if you want to, but it the story was, was still it was, it was what? It was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But it was just pretty good. It was just pretty good. Okay. It was still good story in comparison. Like it's but still you good were, story. I'm not you, saying this is what bad you're saying. Story. What you're saying is you want some hands to be thrown, is what you said. Not even that. I'm not even saying that. But why I'm do you so why we, why other reason would you miss jobless reincarnation if it wasn't for the hands? The characters. I liked way more characters in Jobless Reincarnation than I like in Par- Parallel World Pharmacy. Mm. What character could I have not liked in Jobless Reincarnation? I don't know what I character did, you don't in, like in, in Parallel. 
I don't, but I'm not saying that either. But I'm saying there's more characters to like in Java. There's more characters to like in Jawa's reincarnation. The only character I didn't like was the 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 messed up fat prince, <laughs> and that that's because he wasn't supposed to be liked. Yeah, I forgot about him to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I I think this is. I'm I'm gonna just say it. This is show stands on its own beautifully. Oh yeah, I ain't saying that. I'm, I think it's a great show. I think it's a great show. It's I don't fantastic. care what season it would have been. I think it would still been a watch. A guaranteed watch. A hundred percent. Um. Yeah, I still uh still looking forward to it. Like I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. It's been a great episode though. One sixty eight. All right, we just finished talking about Parallel World Pharmacy episode nine and rated it. He stands on his own. Um, that's a quote from Polo. Overlord episode uh, nine. Overlord season four. Man, what y'all think is gonna happen next time? Next week. It's uh looking really crazy, and I hope that it's a, I hope we get to see some player characters soon before the movie come out summertime render episode 21 you already know what an amazing so they don't leave us hanging ever they always give us straight greatness um on that break let us know what you thought about that song from hello born fly we know y'all gonna tweet them anyway and talk about how you vibe to it for three hours straight um <laughs> also get to know my check wife wife food we asked for three of your hobbies we gave you three of ours let us know what three of yours is we uh also got a brutal update from polo not looking too great but it's it's cool couple of cuckoos from me man i actually really enjoyed this slice of life uh i plan on finishing there catching up to where it is on the sub soon um also we talked about our main topic for the day anime is changing and what do you what do you think about the change in anime in the streaming platform stuff like that let us know uh tweet at us at uh my check waifu on twitter uh dragon ball super i talked about it just because you know thanks for inviting us to show go high but also i love dragon ball i just also don't mind being a little bit more critical about it. Also, my hair academia is it falling off for y'all? <laughs> is it what is it? What's going on with that? Also, our episodes a week. Mine was made in the biz. Polos was Overlord season or episode Overlord four this season, and that's been episode one sixty eight of Mike Check Wife Wife I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Wife on Twitter and at Mike Check Wife Wife on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike Mike, Mike Check. check, 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 check. Mic check. Check, 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 check. You're now tuned into Mic Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?